Welcome to the Redefine Your Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Rose. I'm excited to dig into what health truly is. I decided to start this podcast because I saw a gap. A gap in what you're being told on the day-to-day about what living a healthy life looks like compared to what it actually is. As I went on my own journey to heal my body, I was blown away by how much misinformation is out there. I am here to help you learn and grow into being your healthiest self. Come join me as we redefine your wellness. Hey friends, thank you so much for tuning in today. I greatly appreciate you being here with us. And don't forget when you jump off of here to leave a review. And I would love for you to message me and share your thoughts and comments and feedback with what I share and what you want to hear from me. So this is going to be fun. I'm just going to jump in and dive into the conversation wrapped around healing, which is one of my absolute favorite things. So I want you to just answer this in your head. Have you ever felt knocked down, drugged through the mud, like you're never going to find your way back to you? That was me eight years ago. I was a brand new mama to the most beautiful baby girl. My dreams of being a mom had come true, yet most of my days had me feeling like my dream coming true was actually a nightmare. I was miserable in my skin. My exhaustion level had me practically bed or couch ridden. I spent a lot of time on the couch. The thought of leaving our home threw me into an anxiety attack. I had to drag myself out of bed every morning. I felt that my body was failing me and my baby. I felt as though I was failing as a mom, as a wife, as a friend, as a sister, as a daughter. Almost all our days were spent glued to the couch watching TV show after TV show as I was incapable of doing anything beyond that. I was crying myself to sleep many nights, praying for answers, praying for God to show me a path to heal my body. I also constantly questioned, why me? What did I do wrong? Have you ever asked that question? Ask God, why me? I felt as though my struggles were a punishment. I wasn't sure what that punishment was. I felt like I had lived a really good life and I was a good solid person, but that's just what I kept coming back to. And this is the big thing. So when I was diagnosed with my autoimmune disorder at 15, I realized like there's something wrong here. And I felt like God This was his way of saying, you've done something wrong. You need to heal to be able to fix this. As the years went by, I just got more and more sick. And the point in my life when I hit rock bottom was when I knew I had to find my way out. It wasn't just my autoimmune struggles. It was so much more. I knew something had to change. My biggest wake up call was when my husband came home one day, looked at me sitting on the couch with our baby and said, is that all you've done today? Anybody else? Sweet husband ever said that to you. As a man I married and loved, the father of our child uttered those words to me. I felt completely broken. I wanted to fight back with yes. And your daughter is still alive because that's the perfect comeback, right? But all my head could say was, look at this worthless life you're living. I realized I was living a life of existing and barely surviving. I wasn't thriving. 
what had led me to being the mom that sat on the couch day in and day out after being a college athlete? How had I gotten so far from where I was unmotivated, unable to dream after always being a dreamer, unable to do after always being a doer. In these moments, I knew I had to find me again. I needed to find hope. I needed to find healing because I had lost all of that. So here's the steps on how I healed, pulled myself off the couch, out of the funk, found hope again, and how you can find a way back to you. Okay, so what I learned was how to support my body in healing in three simple steps. I'll tell you what, I had no clue at the time what was about to unfold, but I am one of those that wants the whole shebang. I don't want to tip my toe in. I want to cannonball into the deep end. It's like, do you want to only lick the, the beater? No, you want the beater, the bowl, the spoon, and the brownies after they're done cooking, right? So the steps that unfolded when I started with a toe dip and ended up doing a cannonball look something like this. So your three steps, you're welcome to take notes on this, by the way. Um, we're going to go over there. You can look at them kind of as pillars. The first one is physical. You will never get off the couch and find yourself again until you fix your body physically. This is the vehicle you experience life in. The feel, if the vehicle is broken down, it's in the shop, the alarms are going off, all the sirens, and you're ignoring them, what do you think is going to happen? You're not going to find yourself again. For me personally, this started with gut health. I had to heal at the root before I could heal anywhere else. There's no quick fix to it either, or really there's no quick fix to any form of healing. It takes time. I never put a time limit on it. I allowed it to be a journey. And when you're healing, you're in the act of it. Healed is the final destination only God can take us to. So we're always in the space of healing. Okay, so a few of the steps to help you physically heal. Supporting your body with movement. You should be moving your body in a, a little bit more of an intense way for at least 20 minutes every day. That is more of like a workout style of things. And your everyone's workout is going to look different. Everyone's movement is going to look different. And from one day to the next, that movement can look different. For some, it's stretching. For some, it's running 10 miles. Whatever that movement looks like for you, that medicine that you need, you need to do it. Uh, supplementation is another piece of the puzzle. Supplementation has proven to be essential. The research shows that our food alone is not enough for us. We are going to be deficient in a lot of the main uh, vitamins and minerals in our health, no matter how healthy we eat, no matter what incredible diet we have, we will be deficient. So supplementation is essential and that's going to help support our nutrient levels. It's going to support our gut health. It's going to support us in all those areas that we need that additional support. Eating real whole foods. I like to say avoiding the three B's. The three B's are barcodes, boxes, and bags. That means they're processed. And we don't want processed foods in our life. Those are not real foods. So making sure you're getting those real foods in your life is really important. You have to reduce your stress. 
Stress is a silent killer. It breeds disease. The ways to reduce our stress are are what we're talking about here, eating those whole healthy foods, moving our body, being out in nature, meditating. Uh, I love to journal. Um, that's kind of my form of meditating is journaling a lot of the time. Um, being surrounded by positive, healthy people, those kinds of things, keeping that stress level down is so important. Um, and my last little piece is actually one of the ways to help reduce stress and that's spending time in nature. God created nature, nature heals. Uh, one of my favorite ways to start my day is what I, what is called grounding. I walk outside in my bare feet. I put my feet in the soil and what that has actually shown is to bring positive energy into your body and remove some of that negative energy. The ground is positively charged and that is going to echo into your body. So being in nature, putting your hands, your feet in the soil, body in the soil, in what God had created, breathing that fresh air, moving our bodies in it. This is going to uh, boost your serotonin. It's going to make you happier. Uh, if the sun's shining and it's the right time of the year, you can get your vitamin D, which is an essential nutrient that we can get from the sun. So these are ways that we can physically help heal and support our body. Okay, so moving on to our second pillar. The second pillar is emotional. So you heal physically and then emotionally. So once you begin healing physically, you step into, it's step two, emotional. You have to find a reason to get off the couch. My dreams of what my children's lives would look like if I stayed where I was is what propelled me into the healing stage. I needed to heal from my past traumas. I needed to grow and find the confidence to lead, to show up and be the me that had always been, been hiding beneath the surface. Find that self-confidence. So what things trigger you? What thoughts do you have when you're triggered? Recognize them, acknowledge them. I see you and you're not here to help me. I release you. This is a way that you can help heal emotionally, recognizing what those triggers are, um, and when you get triggered, it's, it's another way to look at it as being hijacked. It's when you get in a, a super emotional space, you might get upset. You might want to cry. Um, I literally want to run away when I get triggered. That is my response when I get really upset is running away and hiding because I don't want to acknowledge what's happening. And, but learning to acknowledge what, what causes me to get triggered has helped me to grow through it. And when I, when I have those negative thoughts, feelings, emotions, I literally, you, I recognize them. I say, I see you, you are not helping me. This thought, this emotion, this state is not helping me. And I release that. This is not a part of me anymore. The idea is kind of like out with the negative and in with the positive too. So do you need to set boundaries in your life? Boundaries can look like so many different things. And a boundary isn't necessarily a fence where not, that can't, like if you set a boundary with a person, it doesn't mean that person is not allowed in your life. They're completely out of your life. It is saying you are allowed in my life, but these pieces that have been a part of our relationship or how we show up are no longer allowed. So a boundary is not a fence. It is a bridge. It bring, it allows what should come in, in, and what needs to go out, out. 
So don't think of it as a solid, like a black or white. There's, it's more of the gray area kind of situation. Um, but also, do you need to take some of those people out of your life? Maybe that boundary does need to be, you. this is no longer a positive relationship. We are going to walk different directions. Do you need to bring other people into your life? So we're taking away the, the negative, but we have to bring in the positive. Who are those positive people that we need in our life more? Or who are we kind of been pushing out and not allowing to come in? Invite them into your space. Invite that positive energy and that light into your life. Cultivate it. Hang out with those people. Have fun with those people. They're there for a reason. Okay. Another piece of this puzzle here is allowing yourself to grieve. A lot of the times grieving is thought of as being weak and people might view it as a negative emotion, but it's not. Grieving is part of our emotions coming out and it's actually a very healthy process. However, there's a line of where the grieving can, can cross over into a negative. There, I don't want to say too much grief necessarily, but it's all consuming we don't want your grief to be all consuming. Allow yourself to grieve, allow yourself to feel emotions, release those emotions, but also don't sit in the crap. As I like to say, you need to also do things that make you happy, do things that make you excited. So have some grieving time and then have some celebration time. You are alive. You, you are alive. That's worth celebrating right there. God loves you. Celebrate that. If you sat down and wrote down every single blessing in your life, you would be writing a whole stinking entire book and it can go anywhere from, I have five fingers on my right hand and I have five fingers on my left hand. Those are blessings, <laughs> right? Maybe you only have four fingers. You still have fingers, right? You are blessed to have fingers. Some people don't have fingers. It can be as small as that. So celebrate those small, amazing things in your life. And my last favorite thing in the emotional is allow yourself to dream. And this is, this is what pulled me out of the crap. I realized I couldn't dream anymore. And me not being able to dream was not an option. I am a dreamer. Like I said, I'm a dreamer. I'm a doer. I'm action taker. And not being able to dream meant that I had lost myself. So dream and every day focus on what those dreams are. Focus on what makes you happy and how you're going to achieve those dreams. And it's going to propel you into that healing, into making things better. What do you need to do to achieve those? Makes you like, you take action steps. You get out of the suck and you get into the, this is good. This is beautiful. This is light. I'm creating. All right. So those are our first two pillars. The final step into healing, our third little pillar here is spiritual. I fell into spiritual healing without even realizing it uh, a, a year ago. And what brought me here was kind of crazy. The loss of my best friend and my puppy brought me something completely unexpected. In losing him, I began looking at the bigger picture. I looked at the blessings that he brought into my life that he gave my family. I knew that God had brought him into my life for a reason. And I also knew that knew and know that he took him into his arms for a reason. 
It was God's plan. It might not have been mine, but I had to respect that God had called, had, had put this into action, that it was his plan. And so in that loss, I had to, I, I grieved and I looked for the beauty and in that I was driven more towards God and to diving into my faith and growing closer with him and his plan and what he wanted for my life. So a few of the ways that I have dug into spiritual healing that we all can learn from and take into action look like this. I took on this phrase for the year of 2023 that was let go and let God. And this was big because I am one of, I classify myself as a control freak. I will fully admit it. I'm trying to be a recovering control freak. We have to admit it before we can heal, right? And so with releasing the desire to control and allow God to work his plan brought healing. And this doesn't mean, this isn't the whole manifesting idea where you're, I manifested it. So it's just magically going to happen. No, I don't believe in that. To manifesting, the definition of manifesting is actually creating action. And so if you're manifesting something, you're, you're, you not only have a vision and you are trying to bring that to light with your thoughts and stuff, but you also are doing actions to create it. And I believe that God wants us, wants to help us manifest our dreams because he put those dreams into, into us, uh, how those dreams unfold though, might look different from what we think they should look like and what he decides they look like. And that's where we need to do the release process process. The next step is intentional prayer. This goes so far beyond God, please bless me. Thank you for our food today. No, this is intentional prayer really dives in. This is where you get specific with your prayers. You don't just say, thank you for my food. Thank you for my food and the farmers that planted it, that sowed the seeds. Thank you to the people that drove the vehicles to the store and to the men that stocked the shelves with my cabbage that I'm eating today. Please bless them. It goes deeper. Okay. But not just that, it, that would be kind of, um, a next layer of going deeper beyond like, thank you for this food, but really, truly digging in and speaking out what's on your heart. And God loves specifics. So when we can be more intentional and specifically ask for prayers with details, they're more likely to happen. Instead of please heal me, it's God, please bring your bright light inside of me. Have your healing love come into my veins, flush out the evil that is inside of my veins and remove the toxins that are inside of me, that are coming in the way of me healing fully and completely. Take away this autoimmune disorder that I have been dealing with and allow me to use the last 20 years of my time in this space as benefit to help others to heal themselves fully and completely. That would be a much more intentional prayer versus please heal me, God. So really diving in deep, getting intentional, using the details. 
The next one is living life on purpose for purpose with purpose. God gives us multiple different purposes in our life. Knowing what your purpose is, is powerful and living in that purpose is even more powerful. So I truly believe one of my purposes is being a mom and being a dang good mom. Okay. That is one of my purposes. I also believe that one of my purposes is helping heal people like we're talking about right here. And I'm not saying I am going to cure cancer or leprosy or anything along those lines, but I can help people heal in various different aspects. And so that is part of my purpose. And that purpose has actually looked very different in different stages of my life. And so just because this is your purpose right now, the next season of your life might have a different purpose. And so be willing to step into that purpose in a different time as God has planned for you. Okay. And the last piece of being healed spiritually is being surrounded by a faith-filled community. It's one thing to walk the walk yourself, but God created all the people and he created us to live and be and thrive in community. And that, that is the beauty behind religion and why it's so important to find a church that you align with and that speaks to your faith. You're not just going to a church to check a box. You're going to church to find that community. And it doesn't also, it doesn't have to be a church community. It can be any kind of community that you look for. It can be at work. It can be your friend circle. It can be through sports. It can be a mom group. There are faith-filled people everywhere, every walk of life. And so wherever you walk in your life, look for those faith-filled people and bring them in close because they are the ones that are going to really truly be your closest allies in all of life. So we went through the three pillars here and that last pillar of spiritual, when you have healed spiritually, you have hit the ultimate level. That's the ultimate level of healing. And you will never sit on the couch all day again. You have found you, you are healing. And I want to say healed. You're kind of in and out of that constantly. So I can't say fully healed, but in that, in that space, that's where God is. What does your life look like once you're, you begin healing? What does my local life look like now? It's beautiful. I'm happy. I'm healthy. I'm the wife. I'm the mother I dreamt of being. I no longer feel like a failure. We're building the, a life that most people dream of having. We're not being, we're, we're free of the ties of the quote unquote American dream that is working your life away. Kids being stuck in the school system, clocking in, clocking out, all of that. Instead, we work when and where we want. We have our kids home around us all the time. We get to raise our children and control what comes in and what goes out of their minds. We have freedom to go and do as we please. The couch rarely sees my behind as I'm now living. I am thriving. As I have healed over the years, I have begun to see the blessings that have come from my health struggles. I was able to open my eyes, look around and see that because of my struggles and because I have fought through them, 
because I was desperate and determined to get off that couch and create the most incredible life for my family, that I had created a dream. I began thanking God for the hardships instead of questioning them. It was no longer why me. I have actually began being thankful for my health struggles, for my autoimmune disorder, and it's given me the life that I live today. Life is hard, and I'll be the first person to sit here and tell you that. But in the hard, there is beauty, and in the pain, there is healing. So you might be wondering what happened to my husband after he said um, those words to me that one day of, is that all you've done today? <laughs> I just wanted to let you know, he's alive. He's well, I spared his life. We're still happily married. <laughs> so don't worry. And don't let the hardships ruin your life. Dictate your life, use them to rise up and you will thrive, my friend. Thank you so much for being here today. When you jump off of here, drop me some stars, leave a review, and then send me a DM. I want to hear from you. I want to hear what you're working through, how you need support and healing so I can be there for you. Thanks again, friend.